Welcome to the Center in the City podcast. I'm your host, Wade Brill, and during this series, I'll be interviewing various thought leaders, wellness experts, and humans on how they practice sustainable self-care and mindfulness. We'll get real and raw, talk about the light and the shadow side of self-care and mindfulness, and how we can actually stay centered amid the chaos and the hustle and bustle of our modern day world. So settle in and get centered. This podcast episode is brought to you by Centered in the City, a virtual on-demand self-care and mindfulness platform with over 200 different meditations, journaling prompts, nourishing recipes, and Pilates flows, all designed to support you feeling calm, focused, and energized as you live your life in this modern day world. For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is a solo one, and I am so excited. There's just so much joy and like energy in my body right now. And I think that has to do a lot with the weather. We are in spring, people, if you are in the North American hemisphere. And this time of year, despite having allergies, is one of my favorite times of the year. Watching nature bloom, the colors, watching the trees start to take a new shape, seeing all this green come alive, Oh, it's just so beautiful, you know, waking up from this sleepy energy of winter. And since we are coming out of hibernation, maybe literally for some and maybe figuratively for others, I think it can be really helpful to think about spring cleaning, right? This is a term we hear a lot in our culture. It's a time to declutter. It's a time to deep clean and really allow this new season of freshness, of new beginnings to begin. Now, if you've been here for a while or have worked with me or know my work, you know I am all about being holistic. So I thought it would be fun to explore 10 different ways that we can practice holistic spring cleaning. So I'm not just going to talk about what can we do in our space to clean and declutter, which is great. And I'll share some tips that I use, even though I wouldn't say I'm an expert in that space. But I'm more so going to also share holistic ways we can internally declutter because we get congested, energy gets stuck, thoughts clog us up, our, our mood and our energy can be kind of stagnant. And so I want to offer some practical ways that we can add some freshness, some pep in our step from a holistic perspective. So let's settle in and let's get centered. Back in 2017 and 2018, I hosted a virtual 10-day spring cleaning challenge. It was hashtag clear the crap. And I love this inspiration because, you know, it was a way we could collectively support each other clearing the literal and figurative crap in our lives. And I want to offer you, if you're listening, to make this into your own challenge. Share on social media 
maybe your favorite step that you're going to take this next week or the various steps you're wanting to commit to and maybe even share it with a buddy so you can do it and have some extra accountability. The first action I want to welcome you to play with is to hydrate. I know that sounds so simple, but it's really not. Like Even today, I noticed it was already noon and I had a half a glass of water. Right, just how often we forget to hydrate and hydrating and having enough water in our system is so essential to making sure things are flowing smoothly in our digestive tract, to making sure our cells have enough hydration, helping us with our skin, having just energy, helping us uh, balance our hunger. All of these things have to do with how much we are hydrating ourselves. And let's take some inspiration from nature. What happens in spring? There tends to be a lot of rain. That saying, April showers brings May flowers. So here we are. And of course, being in Seattle, it's raining. But I'm sure where you are, you are experiencing some hydrating weather of whatever sorts. And that is great inspiration for thinking about how can we hydrate ourselves a little bit more intentionally. If you are somebody who needs some more hydration support and encouragement, some of my favorite ways to get more hydration in is to take the biggest bottle of water and put it on my desk. So I have a 1.4 liter ounce bottle. I fill it up every morning, try to, and if I forget, Maybe it happens at noon, but every day I try to fill it up, put it on my desk, and make sure I'm drinking that whole thing throughout the day. That helps me measure it, and it also becomes a visual cue, and that way if my water glass is empty at my desk, I have a strategy of how to counteract maybe that lazy impulse of, oh, I don't want to get up and go upstairs and go to the kitchen when I have water right there. Now, if I finish my water early, maybe earlier in the day, then I'm like, awesome. And I am more inspired to fill my water up again. So that is one of my favorite tips. If you're somebody who doesn't love the taste of water, I'm sure you've heard this before, but squeezing in some lemon juice or lime or adding some frozen fruit can really help enliven it. And also it's really good for your body. I also really love Kneaded has these hydration packages that come in a bunch of fun flavors like lime, grapefruit, lemon. They might have one more. Anyway, I think lime is my current favorite. I will link those in the show notes in case you want to check them out and receive 20% off of your order. So once we have hydrated our system... It can be a lot easier to let things go. I talked about drinking enough water, helping our digestive tract, right? So we're literally letting shit go. And now is here where we get to support our mental and emotional body letting shit go. So for the spring cleaning tip number two, I welcome you to grab a piece of paper, grab your journal, And spend some time reflecting on what are the top one, two, or three beliefs that you notice you are 
currently carrying that are no longer serving you? So what are the one, two, or three most common beliefs that you notice keep showing up in your life? They keep circling or swimming or spiraling in the mind that are holding you back, that don't really feel supportive. They don't feel authentic. They're not helpful. So for instance, maybe it's a belief that you don't have enough time or maybe you hold a belief that you have to work 50 hours a week in order to prove you're worth it on the team. Or maybe there's a belief that you're carrying that you have to get external feedback in order to determine your worth. So whatever it might be, really deep beliefs or maybe something a little bit more superficial, take a moment and just notice what mental load is present for you. And taking some time and space to sit with yourself quietly, to notice the swirling thoughts, to notice the emotions that are present for you will give you some insight of what is clogging up your system, what is clogging up your mind and weighing down your energy. And we want to let that shit go. And so when we write it down, it's a way for us to bring awareness to the thoughts And when we bring awareness, sometimes that's all it needs. Sometimes it needs some more coaching or it needs some more therapeutic support to challenge or be with it in a supportive way. But there's so much power by just shining a flashlight on that belief or those beliefs. So you can really ask yourself, like, how true is this? Right? How true is this? And what we water continues to grow. But just like weeds, we can take that shit out if it is no longer serving us. This is an exercise I did with my intention-setting party crew as we did our quarterly check-in calls. We use the spring energy to think about, okay, what are we hydrating? What are we watering? And what weeds do we want to pull? So getting clear for yourself What are the beliefs that you want to let go of that you don't want to keep watering and see them blossom and bloom even more and maybe take over the mind like weeds love to do and write that shit down. And again, if you get stuck, if you recognize like, whoa, this is a really big belief that I'm trapped in, then get support. Reach out for coaching, reach out and find a therapist, reach out and talk to somebody so that you can set yourself free from those unhelpful beliefs. The third spring cleaning practice that I welcome you to play with is focus on eating color. Now, I welcome you to do this every day, all day, no matter the season. However, with the inspiration of nature this time of year, there's so much beautiful color in people's gardens, on the streets, right? Everything is blooming and coming alive. And for me, I notice I just crave so much more crunchy, water-based vegetables. And so I welcome you to think about your plate and think about eating with a rainbow in mind, If you're a Centered in the City member or want to be a Centered in the City member, you can check out. I have a really easy, easy, simple recipe you can practice. It's called the Rainbow Salad. 
It's some of my favorite ingredients that I always have in hand in the fridge and it can just throw it together and it has so much more crunch and texture and color that feels really hydrating and nourishing from the inside out. This fourth spring cleaning tip is kind of a funny one and it might seem so silly and stupid to put on this list, but let me tell you, it's necessary. We don't think about all of the little crap. Like sometimes we get so focused that we need to clear out the big things in life, but we forget like all these little things add up. And this is true in a physical form. So for this fourth tip, I welcome you to clean out your purses, your jacket, coat pockets, all of those little crevices that collect so much paper and tissues and gum wrappers and lozenge wrappers and whatever else. I, for one, have a really big problem. I keep a lot of shit in my pockets whether it's tissues, whether it's old masks. Like I put my hands in a jacket pocket the other day and I pulled out three different masks and I'm like, oh my God, wait, you need to clear out your shit. So this is inspiration for me as well as I'm offering it to you in case it serves and supports you. But I recognize, wow, if I keep all that stuff in my pockets, in my purses, how much more weight is literally dripping on my body. And I don't want that. So clear out those little crevices, even if like they're desk drawers or maybe it's the backpack of your kids or it's like little pockets of things in your car. Like all of those little crevices, those nooks can collect so much shit and just clean it out. Clear the crap. This brings me to my fifth tip. You might be like, okay, wait, that sounds great. I'd love to clear it out, but I always forget, or how do I make this a priority? So one of my favorite spring cleaning tips from a physical space perspective is to put on a timer, and that could be anything. That could be like, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour, whatever it is that feels doable and achievable for you, put on a timer and just get to it. But when the timer goes off, you put your hands up and you walk away. One of the biggest blocks that I hear for people, and I notice it within myself, right, is this idea of time. Like, oh, I need a whole day to clean out my closet, or I need a whole day to clean the car, or I need a whole day to reorganize that closet or the kitchen cabinets. But sometimes that's really hard to do, to block out a whole day. And because it's hard to do, we deprioritize it and everything else becomes more prominent in our lives. And then and then it weighs on our mind and our mental load that we're not doing something and then we keep not doing it and we feel guilty for not doing it and then we keep avoiding it, right? And becomes this vicious cycle. So we don't want to go down that road, especially as we're entering this new season of freshness and rebirth and beauty. So I really welcome you to just take it bite size, put on that timer, say, I'm going to pick the kitchen to clean for just 10 minutes, or I'm going to clean out my purses for 20 minutes. Keep it simple and just do it one at a time. 
And if you end up stacking a few of those in a row, like these little sprints, awesome. And if you just do one, great. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. Share with us on Instagram. Just be like, yay, I did it. Hashtag clear the crap or whatever hashtag sounds fun to you. My sixth spring cleaning tip that I want to share with you is bringing nature indoors. I notice that during the winter, I tend to not buy as many flowers. I have a lot of dried flowers in my house and I tend to not buy as many fresh flowers because I don't know. It just goes in waves of feeling like it's top of mind. Even though I'm a believer in having fresh flowers as much as you can really helps enliven the space. But as spring is here, there's just this idea of bringing the outside inside, right? Create, being able to open the windows more, create a breeze internally and externally. So for the sixth tip, I welcome you to buy fresh flowers, have it in your space, feel that spring energy in your physical space. Or if you have a garden, start to pull things from your garden that feel beautiful and inspiring. I know that I just pulled some daffodils that grew and you know I felt that kind of sense of like oh you know should I keep it outside is it nice to just have them outside but it's like no this is what they're here for and I welcome them into our physical space and it makes such a difference looking at these beautiful yellow flowers brings such a smile to my face so it's worth it and you know Trader Joe's has some really great affordable flowers if you do not have access to your own garden. I really love their hydrangeas. Not only are they beautiful, but they end up lasting a really long time. My seventh spring cleaning tip is to intentionally clean out your fridge. Again, if you're somebody who's never done this before, it is life-changing after you do it. Having a clean fridge from the inside and outside feels so soothing to me. I think I'm traumatized from college days where, you know, we shared a fridge with like 13 other people and it just got smelly and yucky and people had things like falling all over the place and things weren't contained and it just drove me crazy. I can even feel like creepy crawlies on my body thinking about it. So having a clean fridge to me feels organized. It feels inspirational. It actually helps me understand what's in my fridge so that I'm more inspired to cook and to use what's there instead of going out and buying the same thing when I already had mustard or when I already had a half of cucumber or whatever it is in the fridge. I used to run a virtual program called Feng Shui Refrigerator that helped people create a Feng Shui refrigerator you know, help to really think about the energy that's in your fridge so that that could be inspiring to motivate you to cook and engage with your food and fuel in a nourishing, supportive, and inspiring way. So I love this idea of giving some extra love to the fridge. Also, farmer's markets are back in season. That means a lot of people are bringing more fresh ingredients and produce into the fridge. And so it's just nice to have a beautiful, welcoming environment for these fresh fruits and vegetables to live for a while. 
My eighth spring cleaning tip is one now focused on your mind, your body, your overall health. This is one that my heart so deeply believes in and yet it's really hard to practice. This eighth tip is about making a list of all of your doctor's appointments. So think about when was the last wellness visit you had? When was the last dentist? When was the last dermatologist visit? When was the last mammogram screening? Whatever it is for you that's in your normal or maybe not so normal rotation and write them down and then call up your doctors and make that appointment. So often we put off our doctor's appointments. We put off being proactive with healthcare. It's like our healthcare has become reactive care. It hasn't been about maintaining health. I welcome us to again turn to spring for inspiration and think about how can we use the sense of growing, of blooming to inspire us to find and be our healthiest selves. So that it's not only about these little micro moments of habits that we practice for ourselves on a daily basis, but it's also what are we doing now that gets to support our future self. Get clear on where you are with your doctor's appointments and make those appointments. I know that I need to make a dentist appointment. It has been way too long. I won't even tell you. And I am going to use all of you listeners for accountability. So please know that you can do the same with me. So feel free to celebrate and share with me on social media at One Wade once you've made your doctor's appointments. Let's normalize making that a priority, making that a consistent practice. The ninth tip, spring cleaning tip that I want to share with you is a really interesting one. With all this spring energy, right, there's more energy typically present in our bodies as we're again waking up from hibernation. And so there's this giddy excitement of like, oh, you know, we're almost at warmer weather and fully in summer, which means, you know, swimming and adventures and vacation and travel and barbecues and hanging with friends and family and whatever else your mind goes to. And I'm sure you know, after many years of going through these cycles and seasons, you know how quickly your summer weekends and your summer schedule fill up. I was just talking to somebody the other day and they're like, oh my God, we're already planning for October, right? Like it's just, yeah, like that is how our North American culture can sometimes operate. And because things fill up fast, I think it can be really important with this spring energy to think about how do you want to feel and what do you want to prioritize this summer? So it can be helpful again to grab a piece of paper, your journal, and make a T-chart on one side of the list, on one side of that T-chart to jot down, how do you want to feel this summer? You know, maybe this is a summer of pure relaxation and non-doing. Or maybe for you, this is summer of just like, yeah, I want a lot of adventure and quiet reflection time. So getting clear on how you want to feel is really essential. 
that helps you create some powerful intentions. And then on the other side of the T-chart, I want you to jot down things that you want to prioritize this summer. Because if we don't put it down, if we don't highlight it, the chances of it actually being prioritized are a lot less. So maybe that's, I want to do this camping trip or I want to go visit my friend in Oregon or I want to host a few barbecues or I want to plan a girl's weekend. Whatever it is, jot it down and then look at the list and make sure that they feel connected. And notice if there are things on your list that kind of don't support the way you want to feel this summer and just note that, right? Or maybe by getting clear on how you want to feel this summer, you'll actually have more clarity of what you want to prioritize and do. This is such a helpful exercise to do now in spring, which I know feels a little bit like we're jumping ahead and maybe not being so mindful. This is what I call mind forwarding. We're being mindful of our planning, being mindful of our time and our attention. And I want you to think about really carving out that space right now in spring because we know in just like a month, we're going to have that summer energy arrive. And once it's here, how do we want to be with it? So spring energy can help us in that sense of planning. Think about how we want to take that springy, explosive, growing, growth-oriented energy that's here and funnel it in a very supportive way. The 10th and final spring cleaning tip that I'm going to offer you today in this holistic lens of how we get to clear the crap in our lives and make space for what's next, I welcome you to sweat. Yes, you heard me correctly. Can you sweat? Can you challenge yourself to sweat for 20 minutes a day for at least three times a week? And that could be sweating in a hot bath. That could be sweating in a sauna. That could be sweating by going on a run or playing tennis or doing something cardiovascular so you're getting that blood flowing in the body. Sweating is so helpful for our body to clear out the toxins and and to create that internal heat. Maybe you want to check out one of the cardio Pilates flows that are in the center in the city to get that heart rate up. Whatever it may be, figuring out the ways that you get to sweat, make that a priority and notice how good that feels, how clearing and cleansing it feels from the inside out. So take a breath with me. (sighs) I welcome you to notice what are a few of these tips, these spring cleaning tips that are sticking out to you right now. Like, oh yeah, that one really resonates or that one feels really exciting to try or ooh, that one feels a little stretchy but I want to try it on. Just pick one or a few that resonate. You don't have to do all 10 and implement them this next week. Grab a buddy and support each other playing with the spring energy to support you feeling your best from the inside out. And notice what happens when you literally and figuratively clear the crap in your life. What space do you make? 
what seeds do you want to plant in that space? And how fun and exciting is that? How inspiring is that? So join me on Instagram at one Wade. Share with me your action steps. Celebrate with me. I'm going to be right beside you doing some of these because I think it is so important to really honor the seasonal shift and support our well-being. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I can't wait to hear from you and what you're practicing and playing with. And until next time, stay centered.